Hello Blazers, welcome to episode 27 of UAB Green and Told, original air date Monday, August 31st, 2020. Green and Told gives us the opportunity to share stories from members of the UAB community. I'm Greg Berry, Assistant Director in the UAB Office of Alumni Affairs. Today, we are joined by Eli Usuri. After a lengthy journey that saw him visit nearly two dozen schools, he'll share how he chose UAB before even leaving Birmingham. I don't think I even finished the campus tour before I decided that I wanted to be here. You know, it's definitely something that I look back on and there's there's no regrets. And once he was here, he thrived as a blazer. Not only did he live the green and gold lifestyle, he was also named Mr. UAB. Every emotion that I've had in my life happened that night. Um, I was nervous, I was scared, I was uh, you know, just elated. Now, as a young alumnus, Eli is feeling a fire that is burning for him to give back, all because of what UAB gave to him. The university poured so much into me as you know that out-of-state kid that knew what he wanted to do, but still, uh, still didn't exactly know how to do it. Those who know Eli Usuri will tell you that he has a tremendous blazer pride. His passion for UAB is intense. However, that's not because he grew up around the green and gold. No, Eli was an out-of-state kid. Growing up in Georgia, he didn't know anything about UAB. But that changed with one letter he received in high school. I mean, it was, I think the first thing I ever heard about from UAB was something in my, my mailbox saying, hey, we'd like to invite you out to campus, come check out our programs, come check out what our students are doing, and we'd, we'd like for you to join us. Uh, and that was that was my first interaction. So waking up at, uh, at 5 a.m. on a Saturday morning, driving three hours to Birmingham by myself, it was, uh, it was quite an experience. Uh, <laughs> was it, I didn't, didn't get a good night's sleep beforehand, wouldn't suggest that, uh, before making that drive. But that was, I think that was, that was all it took. It, it just took inviting me out and me having that experience um, to where I was able to connect with a professor, connect with students, and really get um, a true and honest perspective on what the university has done for them, what it's going to be doing, and why they want me to be there. Uh, I think just having that, that kind of interaction as a, as a high school senior was something that I hadn't really had a whole lot of. I had toured probably 20 schools and had never had that kind of interaction anywhere. So to be honest, it's just having that engaging conversation. That, that's, what, that's what got this kid to drive three hours by himself in the, <laughs> in the early morning hours. Why UAB? I had only been to campus once whenever I decided it was the one for me. My program was you know, one that was unique that I, I didn't find anywhere in my home state. And the, I guess the, the benefits of coming here over any other school that I had already visited um, just didn't add up. You know, from my first interaction with Professor uh, Dr. Dr. Tom DeCarlo, DeCarlo in uh, the School of Business, uh, he was actually the chair for the program that I was in, uh, industrial distribution, and having that one-on-one -on -one interaction with him telling me, you know, we, we, we would love to have you here. I think that just really, like, I, I stepped back from it. I was like, whoa. This is, uh, this is awesome. I don't think I even finished the campus tour before I decided that I wanted to be here at UAB. You know, it's definitely something that I look back on and there's, there's no regrets. I really enjoyed my time there and uh, I you know, look forward to giving back to it 
should I should I be uh, blessed with a family at some point in my life? I would love to you know, put it on my kids' radar and uh, give them an opportunity to go and further their education there. It's uh, at the end of the day, it's still that that personal connection that I had from day one that kept me there and that it's going to keep me coming back. You and I now have known each other for four or five years. I view you as an outgoing, very personable person. What were you like when you first set foot on campus? Were you the same person? I, I, I want to say that I was, but, uh, you know, looking back, uh, freshman year me would look at me now and be like, what in the world? I was waiting on stuff to come from me or come, come to me. You know, I was, I, I think I want to say that I was still pretty personable as far as trying just to make those friends early on, but I definitely uh, enjoyed staying in my room a little bit more uh, than I, uh, I guess, let on. But, you know, I think, I don't know, there were, there weren't too many differences. Uh, I, I like to say that, you know, the school didn't necessarily change me. It, uh, it just helped me mold those aspects of me that I needed to come out. And uh, it definitely helped me in every, every aspect. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I like to, I like to say that I, I'm pretty similar to the guy that walked into, walked into Blazer Hall all those years ago. You mentioned that you spent a little bit more time early on in your room and you kind of kept to yourself a little bit. What was the, the moment you finally realized, you know what, I do have to step out and I do have to get involved a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I really enjoyed my first semester. Um, you know, I did, did well in classes. I had a, a really solid, you know, support system with friends that I had made just throughout the hallway, really. And, you know, when they would invite me out to stuff and I'd look at all the stuff that I had to do, I'm like, let me do this first. I'd get it knocked out and it'd be too late for me to join them because they, they'd already be gone and off somewhere. I can probably manage my time a little bit better and, you know, say yes a little bit more. Once I started doing that, that's when I started getting involved with things like orientation leaders with the Alumni Society. It, it just, I guess, took looking at my schedule being like, all right, I can really do this. Like I have a lot of free time in my hands. It, it just took looking at a schedule saying, hey, what, what, what can I change to, to be able to do that? Not, uh, not check into Blazer Hall so often. UAB is in a small school, 20,000 plus students, undergrad and graduate. And yet it has a, a small homey feel and reflecting on you on campus again, everybody knew you. What makes it so small and has the everybody knows everybody kind of the feel to it? I think that I'm still trying to grasp how to explain this. It's just something about it. Uh, it would be, you know, seeing the same people as you're walking to class, you know, every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, it would be seeing a, a, a daunting group of 150 people in your like intro to something class. Uh, and then that next semester, seeing it whittled down to, you know, maybe 40 or 50. Uh, and then, you know, each semester seeing some of those same people, it's like, Hey, like I've been, we've been in the same class for semesters. I just, I wanted to you know, get to know you a little bit because I realized we literally walk to the same places every day. Uh, and I think it's just kind of awkward if I didn't say something, it's just, being socially excellent, I don't, I don't know. It's just trying to step out of that comfort zone a little bit um, is what created that experience for me. I mean, it's definitely like still a thing too. It's just something about that campus. It's just the fact that it's easy to walk, um, walk around and you have a lot of time to just look around. 
uh, and talk to the people around you. Uh, that's something that I took advantage of early on and I didn't really stop. You started visiting UAB uh, about 2013. Now we're seven years later. How have you seen the campus, the university grow just in that short amount of time that you've been a Blazer? I think, you know, one of the things that I, I got involved with while there was at the campus visit center. You know, whenever I came in 2013, they were tearing down the old hill and the new hill wasn't built until what finished until the fall of my sophomore year. And so that first whole first year, the visit center was moved to the UBob building. Again, they were just telling me, it's like, hey, this isn't what this normally looks like, where we're trying to work out of it right now and try to create a great experience for people. And I mean, they made it work. But I think seeing buildings like, you know, the Hill come back. Um, I remember walking to you know, workouts and classes in the morning of my freshman year and just watching new freshman residence hall just rise up. You know, I got to experience a semester of classes in CLAT. Um, that was a parking lot. I mean, it's, it's just crazy to think how much it's changed, um, but how it's still been able to maintain that sense of community, for me at least, and still ma ma manage to create those opportunities for everybody that comes through. During your sophomore year, you applied to be Mr. UAB. <laughs> Talk a little bit about that, that first process that you went through to become the homecoming king <laughs> of the university with the Mr. UAB distinction. It was, you know, I think taking some of those things that uh, we've kind of talked about where it's like, you know, people were saying you should do this, like you should at least apply for it. You know, you're young, but you know, you've done a lot so far. I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. And I, I found myself just really enjoying the process, you know, getting to, you know, interact with people like you and uh, other people over the alumni society. I, I really enjoyed getting to see that passion that I had already found, at, you know, in an early time in my career. Uh, seeing people get to do that every day and uh, just try to, to build that passion in others. So that was that was kind of cool. I really enjoyed that and getting to meet, you know, some of the graduates that have come back and wanted to, you know, help with that whole process. Uh, it was just so cool. And to see the other, like, student leaders that were going through that right alongside me, you know, already knowing some of them going in, getting to meet some of them throughout the process and getting to stay in contact with some of them after it was also just so rewarding. Because like you were saying, that first year, I didn't necessarily win, but I, I kept in touch with everybody that I was, you know, that I applied alongside, interviewed alongside, and went through the festivities alongside. And I, I want to say some of those are some of the people that I stay connected with the most at the university. And then that second year, the same, the same thing. I was able to learn from that first year experience um, and really apply myself in different avenues uh, and things that I was actually interested in rather than, you know, being that guy at the expo fair that's signing up for everything. Like I, I took what I was already doing and just put myself more into it um, and trying to, I guess, not necessarily see better results, but have better experiences uh, and really get to shape it the way I wanted to. I think that, you know, that really paid off at the end of the day and the people that were over the, the committee really just saw that I, I guess, grown over that year uh, and how much better I would be suited for it then than I was that first year. What was the disappointment of not winning or finishing runner-up that first year as a sophomore? I've always, like a value that I've always held near and dear to my heart was persistence. It's not putting your head down when something like that happens. It's understanding that it wasn't the right time. I was okay with that. 
I had other things that I could put my time into now, you know, since I didn't have that as a, an opportunity at that time. And uh, I took, like I said, I took advantage of those and uh, was able to really make a lot, a lot bigger impact in those different organizations. Like I was able to serve a second year as uh, an orientation leader, as a coordinator with the program. I was able to really dive into my major a little bit more and make sure that that's what I wanted to do um, with different jobs that I had during that year. I uh, was able to really hunker down and serve in my fraternity as an officer and get to do those things that I may not have done had I wanted uh, that first go around. So, you know, I was able to really solidify my roots uh, and just, I guess, make, make those memories, but also the impact even greater. On the flip side, how exciting was it to win, to, to stand at midfield, at Legion Field and be the winner? I mean, it was, it was awesome uh, to, to be able to, you know, realize that that, that whole year of, of hard work, you know, what, what I had done, you know, not just that year, but the, the years before that too, realizing that the alumni society wanted me to represent them. Uh, I mean, it, it was definitely just such a huge honor. And I, I, I still, uh, like people ask me like my favorite memory at UAB and that was, that was definitely it you know, being surrounded by friends, family that was able to come out that time that wasn't able to come out that previous year. It was, it was just an insane feeling. I, 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 I still try to describe it and it's, I feel like I still fall short. Every, every emotion that I've had in my life happened that night. Um, I was nervous. I was scared. I was, uh, you know, just elated. I, like I, 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 everything came through my brain that night. And uh, was able to make a, a ton more memories throughout that year serving um, that I had no idea I'd be able to experience you know, that night <laughs> whenever everything happened. The Mr. Miss UAB scholarship competition isn't your normal scholarship competition. You look at academics and leadership, but it also is presented to somebody that exudes the embodiment of being a blazer. You being somebody that came in from Georgia and just embrace that blazer spirit. Where does that come from? Where does that passion for the green and gold rise up from for Eli? Man, that's that's a really good question. It was really it really rubbed off on me from the the people, the professors, like I mentioned, uh, that I've, I've been able to interact with, the older students that you know influenced me from an early day. You know, I was able to see that passion in other people. I was like, look, this is just a part of being here. Like, I, I've got to, I've got to do this. Like, I've got to buy into this, the, the Blazer spirit, and really exude that in everything that I did. It wasn't necessarily something that I came in with, but something that I wanted to explore a little bit more. Just because of those early interactions that I had before I was even a student, people were treating me, you know, like I was already there, and I, I just really, you know, appreciated the insight that I got early on. Helped me make my decision even quicker, make it easier. And uh, at the end of the day, it helped me make the right decision to come here. You're currently working out of Lexington for the fraternity you are part of, Phi Gamma Delta, <laughs> at the national office. So what's next for Eli? What are you going to be doing down the road? I'm, I'm hoping to hop into a field that really uses my degree uh, in industrial distribution with uh, you know, some kind of an emphasis in medicine. Um, I'd like to be somewhere in the supply chain, whether that's in the warehouse, you know, helping out, you know, procure orders and things like that, 
or if it's you know at the the very end of the process helping doctors or care teams really help a patient out and using our product i i, I really want to be somewhere in that process i think that medicine is one of the things that uab is well known for and it was really cool to get that inside look on the business side of things um, and shadow a surgery my sophomore year and be able to you know, see the back room stuff, you know, what, what goes on um, with inventory, with ordering, different things like that, and how the, how the, the business rep can interact with the care team and really help them provide a better outcome for the patient um, in every, you know, scenario. Um, so you know, anything from a spinal screw to a cat machine and anything in between, I, I could see myself working with and really helping, uh, you know, helping improve the outcome of patients in the future. Um, I'm hoping to stay in Birmingham just because, uh, you know, of the, the ties that I have here and the great times that I, I hope to have. You know, that's, I think that's where you'll find me. You'll, you'll still find me in Birmingham, hopefully working in a hospital somewhere for, uh, for a company that's wanting to uh, improve the lives of patients. We talked a little bit about how UAB has grown in the seven, eight years that uh, you've been around Birmingham. Where do you see it going in the next decade or two? You know, I like to say it's it's already one of the, the top destinations in the Southeast, but, you know, with, with different projects going on right now, you know, we've got the stadium coming up that should be opening next fall. Uh, there's all kinds of great things happening downtown and even in the, the suburbs surrounding Birmingham, there's all kinds of things going on. I, I think that uh, when growing up, I just heard about Atlanta a lot, got to go to all kinds of things, you know, Braves games, museums, visits of family up there. And uh, every every time I saw something different, I think Birmingham is you know, going to start to be like Atlanta was maybe 15 years ago as far as like size, size wise, it's going to, it's going to get a lot larger, but I think that there are plans in place to make that sustainable and uh, make that, I want to say beneficial for everybody involved, everybody that's already here. Uh, I can definitely see it being, even more of a powerhouse than it already is in the all kinds of different industries, but also a place that people want to come and explore uh, just to have a little bit of fun and change things up just because it already has so many unique things uh, that, you know, I was never bored as a student. I could, <laughs> I could always go find something new to do and explore. And I think that it has those opportunities for everybody. What's the biggest piece of advice you can give to a student that's coming to UAD? It's just really be to step out. Um, I, I, I mentioned that earlier with me uh, and what I was doing, but trying to you know, step out of that bubble that you've really grown accustomed to throughout high school. It's uh, trying to make those new friends, make those new connections and explore those new opportunities. You know, doing that early on, you'll find out what you like, what you don't like, uh, and really be able to, I guess, shape the, the rest of the four, year, four years at UAB. Why is it important for a young alum like you to remain connected? You know, I think uh, there's still a lot of things that, you know, young professionals could take advantage of with the university. There are people that have hopped into careers or hopped into jobs that may not be the best suited for them. It's, you know, trying to stay connected to not only the university itself, but the people that you grew up with, I not grew up with, but came up with. Uh, and interacted with while you were here, just because I think there's still so many more opportunities to give back and serve uh, at the university. That's one thing that I think has kept me engaged is 
the university poured so much into me as you know that out-of-state kid that knew what he wanted to do but still uh, still didn't exactly know how to do it um, so I think just giving that opportunity to give back that is I guess shown throughout my experience uh, giving to the, the people that uh, that need it and I think the university still has those those programs that young alumni could really benefit from uh, if they're still trying to find that way to give back and maybe haven't found that in that, that new position. That's Eli Ussery, a 2018 graduate of the UAB Collette School of Business, where he earned a BS in industrial distribution. In 2016, Eli was a finalist in the Mr. and Miss UAB Scholarship Competition, and in 2017, he was named Mr. UAB. Surely this Mr. UAB has an idea of what it means to be a blazer. Not being afraid to be a little bit different and take the lead on something. You know, there may have been ways that have been tried and true uh, in any kind of an environment, whether it be professional, personal, or things like that. It's exploring maybe a new way to get something done um, that I think was was kind of opened up to me, you know, whenever I was at the school. Stay on top of all of our podcasts. Subscribe to be the first to listen in on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, or visit alumni.uab.edu slash greenandtold. Know someone we should have on as a guest? Email me at greenandtold at uab.edu. And check out everything our office has going on by looking us up on social media. Find us at UAB Alumni on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and until next time, go Blazers!